0: Hey, what is up everybody? How you doing tonight? Episode number 300, Drink Until You Podcast. The only podcast that lasts until the last drop. How the hell is your Sunday going? How the hell was your work week? Hope everybody's doing okay. Hope you're safe out there. We've done it. We've made it to episode 300. After they said we couldn't do it. Actually, no one ever said that. I don't have any haters like that. (laughs) That say I can't do shit. Everybody's pretty nice. Pretty chill to me, you know, for the most part. If they uh, don't agree with my opinions, they just leave me the fuck alone. I mean, I guess that's pretty good, right? Um, <clears throat> hope everybody's doing okay. I got my Bud Light Platinum right here. I already cracked it open. I already actually started another episode. My little recorder just slipped and it fell onto the ground, so I had to start over. So you don't get to hear the cracking of my beer, but it's right here. If you got them, drink them. Bottoms up. Cheers, everybody. six percent alcohol by volume that's the way to go it's a tall boy um on this texas rangers sunday oh boy oh what a i mean just took the wind out of our sails you know um altuve specifically and you know what i'm not like the rest of these dfw um texas rangers fans i respect altuve Uh, I did an episode, or at least a segment, probably a year and a half ago, on him. Just against all odds, him being in the MLB, playing at the level he's playing. Well, he's a cheater, Chris. Okay. Alright, I get that. That's why people hate on him. Do you think the Astros were the first team to ever steal signs? They were the first team to ever be so obvious about stealing signs, and they got busted for it by banging on the trash cans you know, but um, they're not the first team to do that, people, you know, they're not the first team to also just b- straight up buy a championship, you know what I mean, like, how many championships did the Yankees buy, look at the Phillies right now, not to say they're not a good team, but they have like the largest payroll in baseball or some, or at least in the playoffs, you know, it's like, how was that fair, <laughs> you know, if if you're the Oakland A's and you got to play Moneyball, how was that fair? They just buy a championship and we're stuck with shit. Fans that don't even want to come see us because they know we're not going to win. You know, is that fair? Money and money just rules. You can just buy your championships. So what? Um, you still have to. It's, it's Okay, so I, I equate it to like steroids, right? Which I've never taken. I'm so scared. To I love sex too much to take steroids. I'm afraid my, you know, it wouldn't work anymore. And I wouldn't be able to do it. So I've never taken steroids, but you know, you know, the stories from which it shrinks your nuts. You can't get an erection, whatever they say. Uh, So I I have to take that at face value. I think it's true, but I mean, I I equate it to the same thing as steroids. You can take steroids all day long, but if you're sitting on your fat ass on the couch, you're not going to gain any muscle. It still takes work to work out and build the muscles, even on steroids. You know what I mean? So that's my little analogy for it. You still have to swing and hit the ball if you know the sign or not. You know what I mean? Like, it still takes skill. You know? So, um, I understand everybody hates on them for that, but I'm just not like people around here. I enjoy baseball. You know what I mean? Like, regardless of what happens today or if we make it to a Game 7, what happens, I'm still going to watch and I'm still going to enjoy the amazing top effort baseball that I'm seeing. Now, do I want my Rangers to be in and win the whole thing? Absolutely. Absolutely. And you're not going to get to it, by the way. Let me just give my... If I have any Rangers listeners, let me just give you a little hope here. You're not going to get to the championship without going through some shit. Without going through the hardest teams And, and the World Series champion just so happens to be in our same state. So there's no way... You're going to beat whoever you might meet in the finals if you can't even handle a little adversity from the team you're going against. You know what I mean? Like, if you're going to crumble at that, you're just obviously not going to make it. Clearly, you know? So I, I like the adversity. I, 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 I enjoy it. I think it builds character. Now, if we come out and win these two games, do you think we're going to lose the World Series? Because I think we'll be flying so high, and we're just going to dominate, you know? We have made it this far, we've got this close, we beat, we dethroned, I almost said deflowered, that's weird, that's a weird way to say it, we dethroned (laughs) the champions, you know? Uh, But I don't hate the Astros, I'm not like everybody else here in DFW, I I love my Texas Rangers to death, but I respect the hard work and hustle and the, uh, the things they're doing. There's nobody else that could have hit that home run, to be honest. Like, the one that took the wind out of our sails. We're up 4-2. to two. Altuve hits a three-run shot to make it 5-4. Who else could have done that? That's, that's top-tier baseball you're seeing. You should enjoy that, even if it is against your team. Um, <clears throat> and I, I made a prediction a couple of weeks ago before the series started that we're going to see at least three brawls. We got one. We got one out of the way because they hit our guy with the ball, um, which fired everybody up. Everybody's like, oh, the worst thing the Rangers could have done is woken up the Astros. Like They weren't awake. They've been awake, man. you got to be awake to win this shit. You're not just going to glide through. I, it wasn't like it wasn't part of the plan the whole time for them to come back and win the game. Like That's what they're trying to do. We didn't wake anybody up. You know what I mean? They're here. (laughs) They've been here. Um, So, so, yes, one suspension handed out out of the four people that got fined. One on our team, three on their team. Only one two-game suspension handed out for the pitcher. And, uh, yeah, like I said, everybody else had to pay a fine, which is, you know, whatever. Who knows how much it was. But uh, it's, it's, it's a great series, man. It's exciting baseball. Yes, I want my Rangers to win it all. I absolutely do, but... I can respect what the Astros are doing and what they have done. You know, like, that's the thing about Altuve, too. I did a segment on him like a year and a half ago or two years ago, something like that, uh, about how he shouldn't even be the in the MLB. He should be playing on some farm team and probably tearing it up there. But against all odds, here he is playing high-level baseball, high-quality baseball. You know, I respect it. I love it. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, it, it, I'll go ahead and say this, and, and not to say I don't like LeClerc because I really, really do, but our bullpen has just been our weakness all year. It's been our Achilles heel. You know, it's, uh, it's killed us. Uh, what is it, 30 blown saves this season? If we win those, dude, we're above Atlanta even. You know what I mean? Like, with as well as we did against the in the first two series Tampa Bay uh Baltimore you know we're we're probably I don't know if we're going to sweep the Astros but we're not playing we're not in the same series we are now uh if we have a better bullpen that's that's really been the main thing you know we need our bats to hit of course I feel like they've done that this season and seasons past that's what I've complained about the bats aren't doing anything they aren't doing enough blah 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 but I, I really don't feel that way you're gonna get a game or two where you know Seager doesn't get every hit or even a hit or Simeon doesn't get a hit or every hit you know it's gonna happen man it's going to happen I don't wanna dog them for that they've played well enough to get us here you know it's gonna happen Some there's gonna be a pitcher with tricky stuff he's throwing that you can't hit but anyway um, so, yeah, game is on at 7 tonight. Right, let's go, Rangers. I, I, still, my, I still got my heart in it, man. I still want my Rangers to win no matter what. If we win this one and lose it in Game 7, whatever. If we can win the next two, which, I mean, it's a tall order. Very, very tall order uh, to win two in Houston like that. But if anyone can do it, we can. Look how far we've come. We weren't even supposed to be at this point from what all the critics said. And I know for sure we're not the favorite in this series. So against all odds, can we do it? You know, and that's how magical would that be, too? If we walked in and just swept the Astros, I mean, I was going to say it's not exciting, but that I would be excited. It would be exciting for me. But there's no adversity there, you know what I mean? I feel like kind of the season when we lost to uh, San Francisco, when they, I mean, they just slaughtered us. That season, like, we we walked through the Yankees, and we were just, like, on top of the world and thought nothing could touch us. There was no adversity there, you know? There was no resistance. And uh kind of set you up for uh, failure, so, you know, the resistance is good. It builds character. If we can win two games, dude, we're going to be flying high, not to say we're going to sweep anybody, but I mean, it's not an easy thing to do, especially the defending World Series champs, you know what I mean, but you I don't hate Houston, I really don't hate any baseball team, um, St. Louis, you know, I'm still hurt about that one, <laughs> I wouldn't be upset if they didn't win a championship for the next 30 years, you know, I'd, I'd be okay with that, plenty of other teams that I like too, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, man, I don't know. I uh, We can do it, just will we? Those first two games of this series, man, we showed we can do it. Just will we? Uh, we were leading the game last game as Verlander left the game. You know what I mean? Like, he's a great pitcher, a well-respected pitcher around the league for what he can do. So it's it's not – it's not – um. It's not out of reach completely. It's just, will we do it? That's all. Uh, let me take a drink here. So moving on to my Dallas Stars. What the hell was that last night? Uh, thank you, Joe Pavelski, for bailing us out. But Jesus Christ, man. Three shorthanded goals from the Flyers. Like that's, That was the first in Dallas Stars history. That's never happened to us before. And it was awful. It was completely awful, especially the way we started the game. Came out pretty much 12, uh, I'm sorry, eight minutes into the game. We had a 2 0 lead. I'm like, damn, this is the Dallas Stars I want to see. This is the Dallas Stars that fought the Stanley Cup champs so hard. You know what I mean? Uh, and, and then they just kept coming back on us. We just couldn't keep the puck out of our net. I mean, dude, within 30 seconds to a minute, after it was 2 2. Uh, we went up 3-2, and it stayed that way for a good while. They scored a goal. You know, we worked at it again. We went up 4-3, and 30 seconds to a minute later, they come back and score one. And I, I think it was the same from when it, would, it got tied again at 5-5. Five five, we score a goal. They come right back down. It's like this is the same shit from last season. I love having offense, I love being able to score, but it is not the end-all be-all. You're not going to outscore your opponents all the way to the Stanley Cup. It's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. It's just not. You have to play defense, and we have to play better defense. That was terrible. Three shorthanded goals. You know, five-on-five goals, it's like, well, you know, they have as many players as us out there. uh, It happens sometimes. (laughs) They had four players, and we had five three different times. (laughs) Um, And I know they're looking for that, but shouldn't we be looking to counter that and catch them, you know, like off guard after the first one? After the second one, we know what they're going to try to do. They're trying to catch us off guard. Let's counter, you know, counterpunch, catch them off guard while they're trying to catch us off guard. It just didn't work. Um, but we did win the game. Our record's not horrible. We have seven points out of a possible eight. That's pretty damn good, but come on. It is early on in the season. It's just, I didn't expect that, you know. Didn't expect, I'm sure the fucking coach wasn't happy either. You know, how? Hey, come on, guys. We can't just be focused on I don't know if it's a coaching thing or a player thing. We can't just be focused on putting pucks in the net. It's not enough to win. You have to win those one-nothing games. You have to win those two-to-one games. Those are the grueling games where you're just fighting back and holding your ground. Those games will be crucial when it comes to the playoff time because I'll tell you this, you you ain't going to get a player scoring three and four goals a game. It just doesn't happen with anybody. Maybe once in a blue moon. But you know when that scoring drives dries up, which it eventually will, especially in the playoffs. I mean, teams tighten down the defense, goalies get bigger, whatever they do, put on bigger pads. No, that's illegal. You can't do that. Um, <clears throat> whatever happens, it gets tightened down. You're not gonna you're not gonna outscore the teams like that. You're not gonna score five goals a game. So you got to learn how to win those one nothing games. It is what some people would call boring hockey. But I don't consider. A win, even if it's a one nothing game, boring hockey. That's I I love it. Great hockey to me. Yeah, there was only one goal in the game, but we won. <laughs> Who gives a shit? It's exciting enough to me to put that W in the, you know, put that that score in the win column. But um, yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just back in Dallas. Stars look bad. Good. I don't I don't know what to say about it. Last night they looked good. Bad. I, I don't know the word to say bittersweet. (laughs) It's like that we came out and we were hot and it's like, oh shit. All right. They came back on us. All right. right, That's all right. That's all right. It's only two. It's only two. It was like, we score, they score, we score, they score. It's like, God damn it. Come on. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It just seems a lot like last season, a lot like last season. You know, what, what do we have to do to where Ottinger or it was Wedgwood last night, what do we have to do to where our goalie doesn't have to face 50 fucking shots? There's got to be a better way. <laughs> and this is with us getting in the lanes, the passing and shooting lanes. Like, we're doing all of those things, but they're still getting shots. I don't get it. You know, I saw many sacrifices. Tyler Sagan included last season. I saw many sacrifices in the playoffs. Appreciate that. You know, I I, I have to say this too. I don't I don't know the last time I did say this, but... As much as I've hated on Tyler Sagan and his playoff play, uh, I just respect the hell out of that guy, man. Like all the work he does for the community with kids. Um you know, he gave <laughs> this little girl made him a friendship bracelet yesterday and he actually fucking wore it, dude. Like I'll shut my mouth when it comes to that because it's like regardless of and that's just my ego, regardless of what I think about his play and how he disappears during the playoffs, that, I mean, that's just admirable. I, I just respect that because my opinion as a grown man is one thing, but that influence that he gave to that child that night, she made something for him and he wore it, that's, that's impactful, dude. That's huge. That's really fucking cool of him, and I, I really respect and appreciate him for that. And I, I need to say it out loud, because how much I've dogged him over the years for, you know, grow a pair and where the fuck is Tyler Sagan and what are we paying him all this money for? It's like, okay, well, you know, not to say I don't want those things to happen. I want him to show up in the playoffs, but the, the other flip side of the coin, off the ice kind of shit, I don't think there's anybody better. There's just not anybody better. You know, not to say other guys don't do stuff, but he is actively doesn't matter the time of day, doesn't matter and it's fucking awesome man thank you Tyler Sagan, I don't know if I've ever said that before, let me take a drink here that means a lot to me, you know what I mean I'm not even the kid's father or whatever it means a lot to me to see him do things like that Um, so anyway, what else we gotta talk about here, Uh, a little baseball a little hockey, Uh, watched a little bit of that Ravens Lions game, I mean, it was pretty good. The first half was exciting to watch. I mean, Baltimore just slapped them around, you know. Not to say I'm exactly rooting for Detroit, but, yeah. They, hey, they're having a good season. Why not? Let them be on top of the division for once. Um, but I think they're 5-2 and two now, and that moves Baltimore to 5-2. and two. The last I checked the score, I mean, there's they weren't coming back. Um, they just put the, the pedal to the metal, and they never let up. I guess that's how you have to handle uh, Detroit. Don't give them a chance to breathe. And they really didn't, dude. It was like every, it was like going three and out. Every time I looked up, Detroit had the ball and they were just giving it back, punting it back. It's like, okay, here comes Baltimore again. And they were pretty damn successful with, you know, um, with the touchdowns and the, the field goals and stuff. So, anyway, that's the little football I did watch. Uh, My Dallas Cowboys have a bye week. I know the uh, Commanders are playing the Giants. I hope they both lose. (laughs) Uh, The Eagles, I forget who they're playing. I hope the Eagles lose. And uh, that's pretty much what I know about the NFL right now. I'm gonna take another drink. I'm thirsty little bitch right now. (sighs) All right. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen this video. Uh, it's kind of circulating around the internet. I've seen it a couple of times. But there's a chick at IHOP. <laughs> she gets her plate of pancakes. And the girl in the background gives like the ugliest fucking stank face. Like behind her back or whatever. And I don't get it. I, I, I'm i totally team pancake girl. I think she's cute first off. That doesn't have everything to do with it. Well I mean both the girls are cute other than the the face the girl in the background made. She's pretty cute herself too But the pancake girl is cute And she's having fun Like sure she like Set her phone down and pressed record To capture this silly moment That she created But so what That's what everybody fucking does Doesn't everybody Some, some of us turn on podcasts So we can make our friends laugh You know what I mean Like I, I act silly on here Yes I press record Yes I know what I'm talking about I know the things I'm gonna say That are silly that don't make sense or whatever you know like it's a big fucking deal there's some fucking haters dude one of the comments i mean it made me laugh i feel bad for it but one of the comments hating against the pancake girl oh i didn't even describe the video let me go ahead and describe the video so she hits record. waitress sets down the pancakes and she's doing this like silly little dance in her seat like shrugging her shoulders and she grabs her silverware she's still doing the dance she starts to cut her pancakes that's where the video ends and the girl in the background while she's doing that gives her like the ugliest stank face or whatever and it's like divided the internet all of a sudden (laughs) and people are just hating on the pancake girl and it's like oh my god that's so cringy and one of the comments was i hope she chokes on a pancake and gets (laughs) diabetes like, really, really? That's a little extreme for someone having fun and joy. Who who isn't happy when the food finally gets to the table? So what? She hit record on her phone. So what? People make stupid, silly videos all the time. Oh, every, oh! You just get an iPhone and you think all of a sudden you're an influencer? It's like, oh my God! Like, I'm sure you have a TikTok as well that you post your things you think are funny up. You know, like, come on. And she didn't say she thinks she's an influencer. She just made a silly fucking video because that's the feeling. When your food finally gets to the table, it's a joyous moment. You're like, oh, food's here. Clear out all the... It comes like a little game. Clear out all the stuff. Move the drinks. Move the salt and pepper. Move the ketchup. Make room for the plate. It's like a whole thing. It's exciting. You're some fucking haters, dude. People are like, just never... Never record another video again, please. And the video itself said we're all the girl in the background that gave her the ugly look behind her back. Uh, No, we're not. I'm not. That girl looks like she hates her life. She looks like she's fucking miserable. And you know what? Fuck that that girl. (laughs) Because, you know, as silly as the video was, it was supposed to make you laugh. Which it made me kind of chuckle. I thought it was cute you know, like, I don't know, it's just, it's irritating, man, it's irritating that people hate on it so much, it's like, I don't know, she's just having a good time, and she recorded a video that she posted on the internet, big fucking deal, what's the guy who does the Eminem stuff, um, he keeps doing these videos where he's, you know, Eminem rapping about certain situations, like, this has already been done, bro, Look, I'm being the hater now. But it has. Who is the the comedian? Chris (laughs) D'Elia. He's the one that went viral about it. You know, he started doing this little Eminem. And I'm I'm not a huge Chris D'Elia fan. And especially um, after you find out he's been grooming underage chicks. It's like, uh, and I'm not talking about brushing their hair. Uh, It's just like, yeah, I don't like that guy. But he, I mean, he put out a funny video. When he was talking about Eminem, he started doing this little rap about whatever the content, whatever he was talking about. I don't remember. But <clears throat> now you got this guy doing these the same thing pretty much, and he's just doing it in different scenarios. He gets home and his daughter's made a mess of the house and he's like the socks and the the rocks and the you know, whatever, you know, and he's just making it sound like Eminem as if he was rapping about everyday life. And it's like eh. But I'm not gonna hate on him for it. He's doing his thing, he's getting his likes, whatever. You know it's not all about likes but he's have he's probably having fun creating his content and being creative and coming up with these lyrics that are silly you know it's not my favorite personally but i i don't hope he gets diabetes <laughs> and chokes on a pancake you know what i mean like good lord she made one silly video and it's like everybody hates her well not everybody because i don't pancake girl you keep doing your thing you don't let anybody dim your shine. That's what I say. If you want to be silly in the moment. And she looks more fun to be around anyway. If I had to have a guest to be on this podcast, it would be Pancake Girl, not the other girl. Because I'd probably just argue with the other girl. The, other, the Pancake Girl wants to have fun. You know, she did a silly dance. Who gives a shit? Oh, you people are just mean. <laughs> it's so cringy. Ugh, God, never make another video. That's just so cringy. I didn't get any cringe from it. I got more cringe from watching the girl's face in the background. Like, who the fuck are you judging, bitch? Mind your own fucking business. You know, oh, I'd be pissed if someone recorded me in the background of their video. It's like, well, don't go to fucking IHOP then, bitch. (laughs) Stay your ass at home. Door dash that shit, you know? Fuck. I just don't get it. She's just having a good time. It's like, people are mad at her that she created a video. It's like, this happens all the time. They think, you just think you're an influencer. You get an iPhone and you all of a sudden think, and she's, yeah, shut up. Shut up. She's just having a good time. Let her have a good time. Do a silly dance. Who gives a shit? I'm Team Pancake Girl, 100%. And that's what I have to say about it. Cheers, everybody. And by the way, the guy with the, the m and videos or whatever Eminem rapping videos he doesn't even sound like Eminem I know he's trying to sound like Eminem but he just doesn't at least when Chris D'Elia did it it was pretty it was pretty good (laughs) it was pretty spot on to a uh, to an Eminem impression Um, anyways what else we gotta talk about Um, oh guys I gotta tell you about my latest gadget. That is a dad gadget, in case you don't follow me on Twitter, at Drink Until You, or X, I should call it now. Um, this thing is called the Muscle Hook. Dude, I fucking love this thing. It's got about one, two, three, four, five, six points on it. Um, it's in the shape of a hook, kind of like a question mark, like an upside, well, I don't know which side would be the top or the bottom, but either way, it kind of has like a... It's just one molded piece of plastic, and it has like a, a knot on the ends of certain places. And you just use this thing. I'm using it right now. I know you can't see what I'm doing, but you just use this thing and like hook it over your shoulder. You know, if you can't go get a massage, you just hook it over your shoulder, and you use like its leverage to pull the knots against your knots in your back and it feels fucking amazing, dude. I <laughs> I went to Walmart and not not even looking for anything like this. I was over in the workout section. I was like, uh, oh, for the millionth time. Should I get some boxing gloves? I wanna start boxing more. It's like and my old and my my other gloves are just kinda torn to shit now. Like they're so old. They've kinda they sat in the car for too long and the leather got all brittle and they're starting to fall apart a little bit. So I was looking for boxing gloves or maybe I should get the UFC ones or whatever, and I was looking at punching bags and you know, oh, I need to get some free weights, even though you know you're never going to use them. You're just going to go to the gym anyway. But uh <laughs> so I, I'm i over in this aisle, and I find this thing. And, dude, I kid you not, I was over in that aisle for 30 minutes just playing with this, like, pretty much just in, in complete pleasure from playing with this and, like, pulling it, like, leveraging it against my back. Because I do have knots, man. Like, I carry a lot of tension in my back. My lower back has this horrible knot or whatever and this thing just like took all the oh see ah it just feels amazing i wish you guys could see what i'm doing because it's really simple you know you're just like i said you're just really pulling the hook against the knots in your back i hope i'm describing it well and you just kind of hold it as long as you need to you find the tender parts or wherever you have the knots and you can feel oh my neck just popped you can feel the relief Um, And that's what it does if I keep using this thing You know I can start to kind of like turn my oh see there goes another one I can start to turn my neck and I'll start to get like little pops Or I can like put my shoulders back and I'll start to get little pops down my back and it's just complete relief And you don't have to go pay for a massage you can do it like you can do it sitting at your desk or I recommend the car um, because you can actually hook it over your shoulder, find a knot, and lean back on your car seat for a little more pressure. Now I will say the the night I found this and I was in the Walmart aisle for 30 minutes. Just I mean if you were on a different aisle than me, you probably just heard oh ooh, oh my god, oh you know, like just pleasure sounds. But you're like, what the hell's going on over there? What what kind of aisle is that? Let's go see. Um <clears throat> But yeah, you can overdo it. That first night I found it on the Walmart aisle, I definitely overdid it, and the next day I was sore as fuck. I tried to use it again. I was like, oh, oh, oh! It was like my back was just too tender to use again. Uh, but I highly recommend this thing. It's called the Muscle Hook. It's by GoFit. You can find it at Walmart. It's like 30 bucks, and uh, highly recommended, dude, especially if you like massages like me. I love a good massage, but you can't just willy-nilly go get one every day. It's expensive, you know what I mean? For I mean it's pretty much a dollar a minute, right? <clears throat> and uh and yeah, I have I just constantly have these knots. I can't be paying however much that would be 5 days a week to go get a massage for an hour. It's ridiculous money. So, spend the 30 bucks, get the muscle hook. And uh this free advertisement, man. Free advertisement because I really really like this thing. Like I said, I do it in the car. If I'm stuck in traffic, I leave it in my car. I'll just kind of, like, use the leverage of, of my seat and lean up against it to give it a little more oomph, you know? And uh, I, I love it, dude. I highly recommend it. It's You can massage yourself, but it's not it's not like using your hands. Like, I can reach back and massage my, whatever, my shoulder. It just doesn't feel good, you know? It just feels like I'm massaging myself. <laughs> it doesn't feel like someone else is doing doing it. But this thing is fucking cool, man. I love it right down my, and you can actually, I can hook it around my waist, because I do have like my left side, like right above my hips on my back. Um, I have this spot in this knot just constantly, it doesn't hurt, it just nags, you know what I mean? It's not that I'm in excruciating pain, it's just like by the end of the day, I'm fucking sick of this thing. Every single day, it comes back and comes back and comes back, it's probably from years and years of lifting horribly, Working manual labor jobs, but you know I'm paying for it now. But this thing can actually reach it. You hook it around your waist. You can, like I said, leverage it against yourself. Hold that one spot. Hopefully, break up that knot a little bit. Um, highly recommended, dude. I normally recommend a beer <laughs> or some booze, but this this thing is just too amazing. It has a little neck, a little protrusion that you can use on your neck and it feels fucking great. Cause that's the one thing I can never really, like, massage on myself that well, like, I'm trying it right now with my hand, but it just doesn't feel as good, you know? Like, it's okay, and I'm sure it'll help, but it's like, as soon as I stop massaging, it's like, okay, like, it's back to normal. This thing, for whatever reason, um, they should be paying me for saying all this, too, but I'll, I'll let it slide, but, uh. <clears throat> Yeah, dude. I, I just, I highly recommend it. It's it's my favorite new gadget and uh, I can't live without it now. People at work are laughing at me like, what the fuck is that, Chris? It's the muscle hook. You want to try it out? No, we don't want to try it. I was like, I didn't do it on my naked body. You can try it. I did it over my shirt. You know, it's not like it's going places it shouldn't go. It's just for massage and it feels great. And like I said, dude, if I do this, I could probably sit here for the next five minutes and and do this and you would hear like my neck popping. I don't know if you heard the first couple of times, but it just releases that tension somehow with pressure. You know, you can pinpoint, ah, see I have a knot right there on my right shoulder. I couldn't get this otherwise. I've done the tennis ball thing. I've done all that. Um, I've tried a baseball. I've tried a softball, you know, to get rid of this. Nothing has worked as well as this works. And it's like I said, it's a molded piece of hard plastic So you're not going to snap I mean, you'd have to be going pretty hard To snap this thing, you know what I mean? Uh, which you definitely shouldn't go that hard It's going to fucking hurt the next day Or or that day um, So yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much everything, man that's, that's what I had to talk about this week I, I'm just going to use this the rest of the fucking night And pass out in my car on accident um, Oh god It's fucking amazing, dude like this is <laughs> this is pretty much what you heard on the Walmart aisle that night. <clears throat> you know, kids throwing footballs around me and kicking soccer balls, and moms chasing their toddlers, and I'm over there just like, oh, well, that's fucking cool. Anyways, um, let's let's finish these off. I got a little bit left here. Cheers, everybody. I can't chug, by the way. I've never been able to. I'm so scared to do it. I'm afraid if I do try, I'm just going to throw up everywhere, and I don't want that. I need all the booze in me, not out of me. This is it, everybody. Bottoms up. All right, guys. As always, don't drink and try. Get an Uber. Get a lift. Um, Message DoorDash. They'll bring it to you. Uh, just be safe out there. Let's go, Rangers. Let's go, Stas. i uh, will talk to you guys next week. Thank you for listening to episode number 300. They said we couldn't make it. Uh, love you all. Be safe. Bye.